first of all, I want to say that I'm. Uh, uh, I think uh, Omri said that uh, all of all of the people here are my uh, students. So, uh, uh. besides you, there are the people who are uh, in the group and they are not live now. So I'll, I'll, I'll say it uh, in a more general uh, way, but I'm really proud of you being here and doing that and uh, investing in your future and uh, uh, asking these questions. I think uh, basically side projects, uh, I'm not sure I really like the, the name side projects because it seems like they're less important than the, the other stuff that we do on a day job or something like this. Uh, as I see it, and I think uh, Sagi can agree with me, uh, they can be much more important than what you do on your day job because they are the beginning of what you're going to do on your future day job uh, or uh, future life. Uh, so I'm really happy to, to see you here and see that you're uh, investing uh, time in your uh, future and your additional activities and opening doors and stuff like this. Uh, I think this is the key, besides uh, being successful and stuff like this, this is the key for a much more interesting uh, life. Uh, and this is where it all starts uh, for me. So uh, I'm always uh, trying to make sure that I'm opening enough doors in order to make things interesting. I'm, uh, I found that I'm uh, getting bored very quickly. And Basically, what I did, and I told you a story about some of the crazy things I've been doing in the last decade, and this is just a small number of things, uh, and there are tons of more. Uh, so basically, doing them uh, makes my uh, day and night much more interesting, and everything actually fills me with uh, uh, lots of... Uh, lots of uh, thrill and uh, interest in, in, in what's going on on a daily basis. And actually, I am, uh, as Adir wrote, I'm not really a blog uh, writer, yeah, even though I'm always in a fight trying to become a blog writer, and it's not, it's not really working. Uh, but uh, strangely, I did write a blog post, which I didn't publish it uh, a week ago. Uh, and the name of the blog post was, uh, is your inbox exciting? So uh, uh, the, the the basic thing I wanted to to ask is, whenever you go, I I, I did a recent uh, course, uh, you know, a, a four hour uh, uh, workshop about uh, being effective and making your inbox empty and stuff like this, and how to uh, be uh, manage your time uh, better. And it's the 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 instructor talked about how to reduce the number of items in the inbox and make it less uh, interrupting and so on. And all along the, the, the course, when I thought about uh, my inbox, uh, I, there was a, a strange feeling that I don't really want my inbox to be uh, smaller or uh, reduce the number of items there because they're pretty exciting. And I, when I go to my inbox and I click on uh, refresh, actually, Interesting stuff always uh, come from there, so I'm pretty curious to see what's there. And I found that uh, this is something I'm really happy that I was able to create because my inbox is a reflection of my uh, activity and interests and stuff that I do. 
And one one thought that came out from all of this uh, way of thinking is that uh, uh, one of the things that I want you to to do is create an interesting inbox. Uh, yeah, having an interesting inbox means that uh, a lot of things that you do are rolling uh, and moving to other people who are doing that and uh, they're helping you progress and move ideas. Uh, and I, I, Adir uh, asked uh, if I can share some kind of a failure. Uh, so there are millions of failures on a daily basis. Tons of stuff that are in my inbox got disappeared and I started projects and stopped projects and some of the things that I shared with you on the video are, are stuck in my drawer and nothing happened with them. Uh, but basically, this is uh, such an interesting way uh, of living and opening doors and starting things. And some of these things are uh, actually taking me to uh, thrilling places of new projects and so on. Uh, so I gave a short intro about my ex excited, uh, how, how excited I am about talking about uh, these uh, projects, but uh, there seems to be some uh, sound issues. Everything is okay. Just let me know if you're there and everything is okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'm hearing you a bit jittery, but it's okay. I, go on. Okay, so let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, I, I want to take you on a, on a quick journey from my point of view and uh, embed your uh, questions uh, inside. Uh, so basically, my story with uh, side projects always comes with the fact that I'm managing tons of lists of things that I thought about ideas and stuff that I would like to try. Uh, there's always, uh, I, I guess, a list for uh, three years ahead of stuff that I might be doing sometime. Uh, whenever I bump into an idea, I really like to uh, play with it. Uh, the process actually, uh, in my uh, flow, uh, side projects always start with a name. So the first first thing I would do is uh, give a name to the product that I just invented. Uh, there's a big chance that se seven seconds later it will not exist anymore. Uh, but I'm going to give it a name. And basically, the next thing would be to go to the domain registration and find the domain and, uh, and buy a .com or .co or something like that, a website for it. Assuming that it's going to be live in uh, 10 seconds, uh, which means that I own something like 40 domains that I will never use. Uh, so it's pretty funny because the domain registration uh, company actually owns the list of my uh, ideas. So it's a good way to, to, to see what I had in mind two years ago and see if it's still there. And once in a year, I have a notification saying that if I want to uh, uh, register the domain again, and I'm saying, oh, this was a terrible idea. I'm not going to do anything with it. So I'm actually living in a world of my own, which, which includes tons of ideas and stuff that a small part of them is really going uh, past the idea stage. 
but what I found out in uh, in the last uh, few years, and I really want to share with you because this is really what makes me go on with things and uh, make them happen and uh, allows me to be some kind of uh, uh, an entrepreneur without leaving my uh, my my room or uh, without with staying in uh, in shorts in in my living room. Uh, is a, is a short story I want to tell you, which happened uh, around uh, nine years ago, I think. So basically, I found a website uh, that is called I don't know if it still exists, but it's called Rentacoder. Uh, Rentacoder was some kind of a crowdsourcing uh, service for uh, developers, uh, and. I had an idea of, of creating some kind of a tool that will allow me to uh, manage the creation of a persona profiles, which uh, I do for user experience design. So it was a set of forms and an export, which creates a nice PDF and stuff like this. So I was planning that. Uh, it's one of the first projects which I actually was working with a wireframe product in order to describe my, uh, my uh, uh, the, the screens. So I, I created some kind of a wireframe uh, prototype in, in some kind of a tool that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, and I was sending it to rent a coder and I was saying, let's try and get a quote for how, I don't know, what's the cost of that. Uh, and since it, re it was the calculation of uh, reducing the number of hours I work on persona profiles in something like five hours per project, I calculated and I found out that I'm going to invest some kind of, uh, I don't know, a few hundred, uh, hundreds of dollars on it. And I found some kind of a developer from uh, Macedonia, uh, some kind of a European uh, country. Uh, and he agreed to do the project. project. And actually, uh, he was starting to working, work on that. So I was sending the files. Uh, there was a good description of what I wanted the, the project to do. And I remember a very short session where I was actually in my living room in front of the TV getting uh, asleep. And once every 15 minutes, there was a, a ding sound from the MSN messenger. Uh, and it was Alex on the other side saying, hey, I I'm not sure, did you want this or that? So I was opening my eyes, trying to figure out what he wants. I answered in a few seconds, and I went back to sleep. Uh, he was uh, going on with work, and a few minutes later, he was asking, wait, but I don't know, do you want this and that, so on. And then I found out that I'm actually managing a development team of one in somewhere in the world. I, I don't know even where it is. So I was actually looking at uh, Google Maps or something to see where Macedonia is. It's pretty close to Israel, so I found out that we're pretty close. And then I found out that I'm actually not doing anything, and my project is evolving on its own. And I'm actually investing a very small amount of money in that. So uh, this was the place where I actually fell in love, and I was asking myself, oh my god, there are a million things I can do with that. The second project I, I've done, and now I think it's OK to tell you that, uh, is that there was the last course in my uh, studies. I was actually studying uh, uh, software engineering. Uh, and there was the Java course. And it was the last course. And I didn't really want to know Java. 
because I was already in project management uh, professions and stuff like this. So I was thinking, hey, I've got a course in Java. I have to submit uh, the, the, the last work of my uh, uh, studies. And there's the Rent-A-Coder website. I'm going to take two programmers, and they're going to do the project. And I'm going to take the better one, and I'm going to submit it. So the last, uh, the last project in my uh, degree was created by a coder from somewhere in the other side of the world. And then I was actually revealed to the magic that actually I can work with people uh, in a price that is based on their country's uh, uh, financial status. And you might say that it's not uh, appropriate because I'm taking projects and move them uh, out of my country, but actually this is uh, something that allows me to do uh, tons of things that I would never do. Uh, so the basic idea that I can actually make my dreams or small projects come true with a team of other people that I don't really know using crowdsourcing is something that I really want you uh, to start doing or start testing. Uh, the website I've been uh, using for the last, uh, I think, uh, three years uh, is a, a website called Upwork. Change it name, but uh, I'm writing your your link there. Uh, but actually, Sagi, you're talking, but we can't hear you. I'm on mute. Obviously, mute. Um, that's what we use, and we have it on the automation uh, lesson. So it's good. It's like it's what we gave. Upwork is the link we gave. I'll put it also in the show notes. But uh, just let, you can name them, and I will link them later. Don't worry about it. Just name them. Okay. Yeah. So just to give you a quick overview of my how I look at Upwork. Uh, for me, Upwork is a place where dreams come true. I'm really, I can't tell you how in love I am with the fact that this place exists. Uh, and the way I work with the Upwork is very specific and it allows me to do crazy things. Just to give you a glance, I was working so far with more than 150 uh, freelancers uh who have done actually everything you may dream about uh coding design uh voiceover animations logo design websites I, I can go on for hours just tell you telling you about crazy stuff that i did one of the strange things that i did is i found out that this is uh, so cost effective that uh, I'm bumping into an issue uh, where I don't have time to read articles. So I rented a Filipino girl who I was sending articles to read for me. And I asked her to send me summaries of the articles. And then I found out that I'm not, re I don't have the uh, time and effort, I don't want to invest the time and effort to read them. So I was actually renting some guy to actually read them for me and send me an mp3 in order for me not to read and this is basically where my uh my current uh uh startup uh, was created uh and became a product that i've been working on for the last uh, year and in this project i've been using for something like i think uh 15 or 20 freelancers so far for different types of projects uh, I can give you a UX uh, idea for that. Uh, whenever I start a project and I want to get some information about uh, target audience analysis, uh, 
market, uh, what other people do, how people behave, and so on. I usually go to Upwork and find some kind of an information specialist, uh, research, web research. Uh, usually the costs are something like $50 to $100 for a research project. And I'm getting something like a document with uh, tons of research uh, insights about the stuff that I wanted to ask. So instead of digging uh, the, and trying to find information on my own, I actually write all of the questions that I have, uh, wait some something like two or three days and get uh, much more information than I can actually work with because this is usually too much information and I'm trying to figure out how to deal with it and I'm getting this without actually investing a minute. So what I usually do is go to Upwork, create a project and the, my, my best tip to work with Upwork is to describe what you want to get in as detailed as possible. I might write, I don't know, uh, 500 words about that research that I just talked about in order to make sure that the other side actually understands what I'm, uh, what I want to get. And I'm, I, I'm describing how I want the document to be written and how it should be uh, divided into sections and what's the structure of the information that I want to get. And I want to get links to the sources and what's the bottom line insight of each one of them and set it into categories. And this is the list of categories that I want. And once you're uh, able to describe very specifically what you want to get, other people will do that pretty easily and pretty quickly. And the costs are always so effective. So uh, I don't have to re really think twice whether to go there or not. So the price that I'm offering for the project is always the price that I'm saying, I wouldn't mind if it would cost something like that. I'm writing something which is fair, but very low for my country. Uh, and there are always other people who will be more than happy to do that. And once it works and the other person on the other side actually does great work, then next time I will work automatically with that guy instead of trying to find someone else to do that. So I've got a crazy team of professionals which I had a good experience with, uh, which are experts in different uh, types of uh, professions, uh, which you may say that they are my team for uh, special projects. Uh, and this makes some kind of an idea where I'm actually a one-man show, but I'm using tons of freelancers all over the world, which would make me an international corporate without moving out of my chair, uh, which is basically the dream coming true for me. Uh, I always think that I'm that the idea of moving to offices and starting to rent place and take uh, workers and start going to work together and so on is such an old-fashioned idea, and I don't really want to do that. So uh, even today, when I have uh, uh, my product, which is uh, uh, a real startup, which is not uh, anymore a side project, but it's the main project. I'm still working on that uh, mode, uh, working with people from all around the world uh, based on uh, the, the motivation of each one of them to do what he's good at uh, from the places that they are and create some kind of a relationship which is a win-win for everybody. Uh, without meeting 
So my graphic designer uh, is from Argentina. We're, we've been working together for the last five years, doing crazy projects uh, in Hebrew. He doesn't know Hebrew, and he's never been to Israel, and we've never met physically. But you know, when I when I meet him and when when I meet him for a Skype session, you know, I will ask him how's going on with the kids and uh, what's going on with the the your wife and I, I'm involved with the family and so on uh, because we've been working together for the last five years and even though we're not sitting together uh, it's the most uh, close uh, and intimate uh, uh, relations uh, and it's great it's fun it's 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 working uh, and the last thing that I want to say before I go to your questions is that uh, and I think it's it answers some of the questions is that the way that I start moving and rolling a project is actually doing very small steps, which makes things move. So for example, if I have some kind of an idea for a project and I want, uh, I'll give you an example from uh, a week ago. Uh, I had an idea to do something that uh, involves, uh, involves uh, Christmas which is upcoming in uh, in the US and I wanted to uh, get some information. So instead of uh, writing it on the wall and then uh, uh, discarding it and not treating it and then removing it because, okay, no. The first thing I did is, uh, is recruited a researcher to start getting information. So basically what happens is that the idea started rolling out of my hands and somebody else makes it move. Uh, and a few days later, I went to my inbox and I clicked on uh, uh, F5 in order to refresh. And then I got a crazy email saying, remember the research that you wanted? There you go. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, so honestly, I have to say that I didn't read it yet. It's, it's somewhere in my inbox, but it's waiting and the project is now moving and waiting for me to push it forward. Uh, so basically, assume that I have 10 ideas running. Each one of them is in a different uh, state uh, on the way. And sometimes, for example, two projects are completed. And they're completed very close to each other. So people ask me, how do you do that? How can you do so many things together? So basically, they started each one of them one and started in a year and a half ago. Others started uh, far four months ago. I didn't really do anything besides once in a while say, "Hey, what's going on with that stuff? Let's look at it and move it forward." And then I was pushing it one step forward, moving it to somebody to do something that uh, can take it forward. And then once in a while, stuff some of the stuff are actually proceeding into the state where I have to be serious, uh, set a website or something else, and. Uh, and then there are products. Uh, they, at the end, you 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 start taking them seriously and moving them forward, uh, assuming that you really believe in them. Uh, so the first thing that I want you to to do is stop thinking about your ideas and start doing them. Uh, and I can tell you that it's not always cost effective because I can tell you that sometimes I started project and uh, I'll give you an example. I, I'll. I showed you UX Hero, the comics. Uh, so when I published uh, UX Hero, I started uh, automatically creating the uh, reader application for iPhone. 
So I was looking at uh, solutions for uh, doing a magazine, an online magazine on iPhone, and I didn't find any relevant solution, which is cost effective because these stuff are crazy, uh, have crazy uh, costs using an existing platform of magazines online and subscription and so on. Uh, so I decided let's uh, design what I want to do. Uh, it's four screens. So what I do is UX design. It will take me two hours to describe what I'm looking for. And I published on uh, Upwork the project, and I got something, something like uh, uh, a quote of something like uh, $1,500 for that, which is uh, which makes sense for me to invest in an app that might promote my product. And uh, I started to work with a technical team where from I don't remember even from where. And somewhere in the process, it actually got stuck, and I never went back to there. So I was paying them what I, they deserved, something like 60% 60, 60 of the project. And from I never went back to complete that task. Uh, so on the way, there are some investments that don't become something successful. Uh, but the fact that everything is moving all, all the time uh, first makes my life much more interesting. Uh, and second, uh, makes me uh, makes project projects move. So I'm not just talking about things. I'm actually moving things forward uh, in small steps all all the time. Uh, and sometimes I go home and I say it was quite a boring day. Nothing special happened. Let's read that uh, research that was waiting in my inbox and do something interesting for uh, for the night or. Uh, I had that idea about uh, one, two, three. Maybe I'll sketch some uh, screens for that. And different stuff are, are in different situations around me, but everything is actually moving. So as time goes on, stuff happens. And whenever good stuff happens, they actually change my course of uh, professional uh, process. I'm actually moving uh, to different places. So uh, these become... Uh, my my new reality uh so i wanted to give an overview of how this uh, actually works on my on my end and uh uh give you that uh, that story for you to you know to to take it to your uh, point of view and see if it can take forward, you forward yeah i i think it's amazing it's an, like the stuff that you do with upwork is like uh it's like magic it's like you have a company a lot of people working for you but you're a one-man show, you know, eventually. And the Upwork and those, you know, freelance websites can really provide you with the, those kind of things. Um, so you said when you, when you write the request, you write it as much as in detail as you can. Um, but, like, what tips do you have with working uh, with those people? When you work with them, what are you looking for in the first assignment? Do you have an example task? Do you take a few uh, people for the same task in the one task and then like, you know, find the best one and roll with, with, with them? Or do you have a tips for that? So I can say that I'm uh, creative. I'm trying to figure out what's the right uh, situation and what's the right approach for each one of the situations. So for example, with that uh, Java project, I was saying, this is basically a risk because I have two weeks to, to submit my work. 
And if I take somebody from, uh, let's say, from India and he becomes, I find out that he's not really serious and I didn't invest too much money in making sure that he's, uh, you know, a, a really high-end professional with experience because high-end professionals wouldn't take the project in that uh, cost, then I'm actually do, taking a risk. So in order to reduce the risk, I will take three people and pay them $10 each. And then I invested uh, $30 and... I, I'm I'm going to uh, get three projects. I'm assuming that one of them is going to be good enough. So this would be one case. Uh, on different uh, situations, I, I actually usually go to Upwork when I don't have uh, a very specific time uh, uh, cons uh, con uh, uh, restrictions uh, because I, time is the most uh, problematic issue when working with Upwork because I cannot commit. I won't take a product that I committed to a client, for example, and assume that somebody that I don't know will do the job in a very short time. This is this would be a too high risk for me. Uh, but on my own projects, I would usually uh, do, for example, I will take a website that I've been thinking about and I designed. I will give it to some kind of programmer and I will start uh, in a small uh, amount, I will start with the homepage and give all of the information for the uh, developer in order to see that this works and we have a good communication and the timelines are okay and the products is uh, good enough and I have the communication relevant that I'm trying to, to achieve. And once I see it, it's working for me, I will go on and uh, I, I don't have many cases that it didn't work. so. I don't have situations where I was trying one guy and it didn't work and I was going to the next guy and it didn't work and seven times. Uh, usually what I will do is I will describe the project very specifically in order not to leave any open questions. Uh, so I will invest time in describing what, uh, specifically what I need. And then I will ask for uh, relevant uh, case studies, stuff that this person did. And I sometimes invest a lot of time in, in looking at the projects that this guy uh, did uh, in order to see if this this is relevant, if it, it, it looks like it's going to be successful. And what I usually write in the description is, please send me three links of stuff that you did, which are super relevant. And I'm very, I'm being very Israeli, uh, straightforward. I'm saying, if you don't have uh, three relevant projects, don't send anything. Like don't don't submit your uh, uh, your work because I'm not going to look at people who didn't uh, didn't send relevant links and don't send more than three because I'm not going to look at ten items. So I'm be I'm being very specific. Uh, by the way, once we start working, they see that I'm not really that uh, hard. I'm actually quite uh, easy going on the project, but on the initial uh, descriptions, I was very strict in order to define the borders of what I'm looking for. Uh, and then I can say that that how the the person answers and how uh, the there are people who would do a copy paste answer and you automatically see that and you know that they are not uh, they didn't invest the effort in writing something specific. So you say. It doesn't look good. And you look at the feedback that they got from other projects and you see that if somebody gets uh, four different people saying, hey, it was really good and I will be back for more, uh, 
that's, then it looks like I can take the risk and try that. Uh, Upwork always give you, gives you the ability to, to basically pay once the project is done. So the risk is very low. Uh, okay. So I think these are my uh, two cents for that. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah. And everyone listening to this, um, like, I really want to get you into the, like Tal says, he wants to get you into that state of mind of outsourcing and that everything is possible. And I totally agree with that. Um, the state of mind is kind of like relieving in, in a way. And it also gives you some solutions to even your everyday stuff, even non-work related stuff. I mean, I once outsourced uh, um, video editing for some video that we made for my uh, grandma for her birthday. And I was like looking for Israeli uh, video editors and they all wanted like 2000 shekels because it was in a rush and it was like, you know, an editing, a real like editing of something serious. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I don't have the budget for it. My family is not gonna pay another 2000 shekels now for editing. And I have only like, you know, one day for it. So I gave it to two Indians in Fiverr. Um, and so one, like two, I saw the reviews. All these systems have reputation system, meaning like, you know, you can see how people rate the seller. And also you can see their comments, like Tal said. Um, so I just chose two, which seemed like the best. Send them and paid them each. It cost me less than $100. And both of them were pretty, really cool. And but one of them, the cheaper one, amazingly, the cheaper one, the most cheap, like I think it was like twenty dollars. He did it with like amazing effects and like really like slow mo in some parts of the video, and like really took it like to a great kind of like professional way. I'm gonna certainly go back to him for video editing in the future. Um, so yeah, so like here we go. The cheaper one even took a better like gave a better uh, outcome. Then the one took a lot of I want I want to add something to to this approach, and I think it would help you. Uh, one of the things that I've been working on lately uh, is doing the promotional uh, video for uh, Samurai for my uh, product. Uh, I will send you a link. It's it's crazy. I, I I'm in love. I'm totally in love with this video. I think it's it rocks. Uh, so I was sitting on my own uh, describing the script, the story. Uh, and then the most important thing that you, you should do when you work with uh, uh, this type of uh, professionals is split the projects into the very specific uh, cores of uh, professional people that you need. So one, one person was actually in charge of uh, fine-tuning the, uh, the script. A different person was in charge of uh, doing the wording for the voiceover. Uh, so I was looking for a, a native uh, English speaker who can take it and take it uh, to the next level. Uh, then I was working with an animator, which we actually worked together for uh, something, something like uh, three to four weeks. And one more thing that I wanted to say that I'm always giving chance to young people. Uh, it's very cost effective. They don't ask a crazy amount of money. I open the door for them and I see some stuff that they do that show that they have a potential and I'll be able to manage them and, 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 guard, and, and instruct them where I want this to, to go. Uh, 
And for example, the guy who did the video, uh, he's a crazy animator. He's crazily talented. Uh, I think he's 21, something like that. Uh, it's one of the, it's probably the best video he created. I was there to hold his hand and direct him on the pixel for, uh, and he was very cooperative to, to work with me. And there's a situation where he understands that he, he's got somebody to take him uh, to the next level and we're working together. So he's investing uh, a lot of time on the, in showing the efforts. I give the instructions. Uh, it was a very uh, specific back and forth work for each one of the steps of the project. Uh, I always tr knew what where I want to take it, which is important because I, I have to have to lead. And after uh, three or four weeks, we, we finished this uh, crazy video. And at the end, I was uh, so uh, uh, happy that I actually raised his uh, uh, payment in 50%, which was okay for me because it was still something like 20% uh, the amount it would, would cost if I would work would have been working with a local professional. Uh, he was crazily happy because he completed the work and then I was actually raising his uh, uh, money in, in such a crazy uh, jump. Uh, and then once the video was ready, I was working with one guy in order to do the voiceover with the second the guy to find the soundtrack and feed it with the video. And then I was looking for the extra mile and I was working with Fiverr with a special uh, effect sound specialist uh, to do the sword swish sound. And uh, uh, there's a situation where the, the hero of the story uh, sits and uh, drinks. So there's the sound of uh, uh, drinking from a bottle. And this uh, minor stuff, I think it costs me $15 on uh, Fiverr. Uh, and if you'll see the, the total production, you'll be amazed that I was able to do that in that amount of money. Uh, it's a really high-end uh, product at the end, but it wasn't uh, one person who took charge of everything. It was me managing uh, the orchestra of different people at different times. Uh, but the basic idea is that I know that for everything that I need, there's somebody who's a professional in that specific skill. And I'm not going to do it alone because it's got cost effective. Then I'm going to look for this guy, uh, see on what's the price that I can uh, offer. It's it's always a reasonable price that all of you can uh, fund. I'm not talking about crazy numbers that, uh, that we have to be entrepreneurs with, uh, I don't know, a uh, very uh, rich family or uh, uh, funding from somebody. Uh, and then things move move on and go forward. So uh, let me go to your questions and see that uh, we're actually uh, okay. So uh, Danielle, you asked how uh, uh, how I manage. I'm all around the place with lists. They're on my wall. They're on my smartphone. I record stuff that I want to remember. Uh, I have. I think around my mid are something like uh, 25 different ways of managing lists. Some of them are, in the, are on the wall, some of them are in my, my notebook. Uh, once in a while I get uh, responsible, I take all of the lists and I create a new paper with all of the items. It stays for uh, 
three days and then I go on to uh, inbox messages and all over the place. Uh, but I'm pretty much, I know, I know what's on the line. So uh, I'm always making lists. Everything is written seven times around me. Uh, but I don't have a good tip of how to manage that. I'm actually pretty bad at managing lists. Uh, hey. Hey, how's good it going? To see you. Great. Good to see you. Yeah, we got Danielle online. So, Danielle, does that answer your question? It's a bad answer, but I tried. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's good. My internet is a bit spotty. I think I heard most of it. But um, so, okay. so you, every everywhere, just... Do you, do you have a million like a uh, million types of lists digital non-digital audio uh, paper pencil uh, everywhere around okay I'm okay. holding to a specific uh, I'm holding to a specific technique of uh, managing lists for uh, something like uh, two weeks usually and then I move to another way not really uh, consistently. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure I'm going to give you insights, uh, good insights there. Uh, who are my my mentors, uh, Omri? Uh, it's a great uh, so, question. All right, then yeah, so I'm I'm taking you off screen. I'll get Omri on. Right. Thank you. Uh, Omri. There we go. Hey. Hi. Okay. Long time. Hey. Good to see you. <laughs> so uh, you had a few questions. Let's uh, start with uh, who are my mentors. Uh, so uh, basically, what I try to do usually is uh, try to uh, fill my uh, surrounding with uh, people I respect and their uh, superheroes in what they do. Uh, so Sagi is one of them. He knows uh, he knows that uh, there are a few more. Uh, oh. uh, there aren't really many. There are something like uh, I don't I don't know uh, four or five people who I'm really interested in spending time with. Uh, I know that there are people who, whenever I speak with, I get uh, my my eyes open and uh, my uh, brains uh, working. Uh, and I get inspired, and uh, uh, the fire starts burning again. If it was, it went down. Uh, spending time with my uh, with my wife, who really believes in what I do, is always uh, some some place where we can actually dream about our uh, future together and stuff like this. Uh, and this is really helpful because dreaming about a better future and having uh, uh, the things that we want to achieve is something that always drives me uh, and recently I have to say that uh, uh, I started working with a specific uh, person who is my uh, you can say my personal mentor uh, for the last uh, few months which is uh, uh, somebody called Emma Boutin not sure if you're familiar with but she's a uh, Product management, entrepreneur, rock star, uh, and what I found in Emma is the fact that she has done most of the stuff that I plan to do. Uh, 
and she's got the skills of uh, sharing, uh, showing the way and uh, uh, teaching, instructing and uh, being a partner. So uh, I think we always have to find somebody who can take, take, take us and lead us. Uh, something that I found find specifically on my own is that there's some kind of an inner uh, burning uh, uh, fire that uh, drives me and I, I, I don't need a very special uh, thing to make me move on. It's, it's pretty much an inner uh, power that uh, sometimes I try to, to, uh, to, to stop and it's, it's unstoppable. It's much stronger than me. Uh, so even if I wouldn't have anything, anybody to, to push me forward, I would be moving. This is my, my standard, uh, position. Uh, but I think it's uh, very important to, to have the, the four or five numbers on your, uh, smartphone to, uh, to get things, uh, uh, in order when you, when you feel, you feel stuck. And I think it's really important because tons of stuff that we do get stuck and then die unless you do something to get them out of the situation and these are places where i'm actually trying to see who can help me move that forward uh so this is my agenda on uh, mentors i think they're really good and uh if you can find somebody who can lead you this will be awesome uh you asked another question uh you asked if I have a starting uh, tips on starting my position as a leader in my field. Yeah. Uh, another good question. I think that uh, personal branding is something uh, really important on the world that we are uh, working on. Uh, you know that uh, the the type of uh, articles where where people you have on the title three things that would make you a superhero uh, will make you a million dollar uh, the, a millionaire in seven seconds and so on. Yeah. So strangely, when I started to uh, learn about personal branding, uh, I read one blog like this. It was three the three things you have to do to become a, a, a I don't know a known professional. Uh, there were three tips there. Uh, one, write a book. Uh, two, write a blog. And three, teach other people and go to lectures and so on. Uh, so it was in a situation where I was actually doing my uh, first courses on uh, user experience and so on. So I, I, know, I knew that uh, uh, speaking in places and uh, doing courses is good. Uh, it worked with the idea that I wanted to write my book. So one of the things that I did is actually start writing my book, uh, seriously. Uh, and if I dive into that for a second, the first thing that I did, uh, which is kind of inspiring when I talk about it, uh, was to find somebody to design the cover of my book. And the reason I really believe in this is, and, and again, I was working with the crowdsourcing uh, team of designers. I was doing some kind of, of an online contest and uh, I got, uh, I think, 40 designs for the book and I was working on the cover. Uh, something like uh, one month later, I had the cover of my book uh, on the wall of my uh, uh, office uh, room. Uh, and then actually the book was a reality. It was, it existed from that point on. So 
it was only a matter of filling up the pages in, in between the cover, which is kind of crazy because this took uh, a few months, but uh, uh, the, the book is not an idea anymore. It's a physical element that I can show you. And one of the things that I did is commit to some kind of uh, conference where I was I actually bought the uh, the booth to sell the book, which didn't actually exist. So I created my own uh, commitment because commit I, actually, I actually paid money to sell the non-existing -exist book, and then there was a timeline. Uh, Crazily, the book went out of printing at 6 o'clock uh, p.m. Uh, the day before the conference. So, you know, the, these things work. Uh, and the last thing on the list was uh, to create my blog. And as I said in the beginning, I'm still trying to get that moving. It's not working for me. I'm not able to, to write a blog yet maybe someday so not everything that you should do works for you yeah. uh but i think uh writing a book is something that i it's priceless it, uh, it doesn't really matter if it sells not sell. the fact that you actually can go to a meeting place a book on the on the table and leave the room is the most effective act that you might do as a professional uh so i did that in hebrew uh and there was a question about uh, about doing uh, projects locally or uh, internationally so the book has had a very specific uh target audience which which, which, which was the, the to be the first uh hebrew book about user experience design uh so the target audience was local i'm teaching in israel and so on so it was very uh, I, I was really uh, focused on doing that for the local uh, uh, audience. Uh, for stuff, uh, for other stuff that I do, I usually look at the international uh, uh, people. Most of what I do is uh, products and stuff to deal with design and uh, so on. And somewhere in my startup is aimed for a global audience. So since Israel is a small place, I will try to think uh, bigger. Uh, even if most of my audience will be later on from uh, from Israel. Uh, so in my uh, courses and my uh, book, the thinking is local, and in uh, other stuff, the thinking is always uh, international. Uh, and if Adir asked about my failures, then I can say that for now, nothing international, uh, very major, uh, succeeded yet. I think I'm okay with this sentence. I don't have a really big success, international success story uh, of a product. I did win the UX award, which is an international uh, recognition, which is really nice. It's for uh, an Israeli project. I worked with uh, uh, companies around the world for some project. I gave uh, courses around a uh, few countries outside of Israel. I uh, gave talks in uh, conferences out of Israel. Uh, but from a product point of view, uh, I can tell you that UX Hero, my uh, my comic book, isn't defined as a success story yet. I'm not sure what happened, what will happen with it. For now, it's a side project. It, it waits for the next step. I was pretty sure I'll be the most familiar user experience uh, hero because of it. And it 
it didn't happen yet. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm really okay with it because even though it, I invested tons of time and effort and uh, uh, work and money on doing that, uh, there's nothing like the feeling of holding it in my hand and being uh, proud of myself. And I don't care. Uh, so if this doesn't work, something else will work. And the fact that I have the ability to actually produce an idea like UX Hero, which is a crazy idea, and get it to become a reality that I can actually hold, uh, means that I can do whatever I want, which is what drives me to do things. And I really want to show you and give you the inspiration to know that it's there and it's just for you to decide what you want to do. Uh, so let's go on with uh, other questions. Uh, can you share a failure? I can share many failures. Uh, Adir asked, I project. So person start speaking, start uh, showing, start doing things for others uh, about the side projects. Get them moving, start, start talking about them, start doing them. Projects with other teams as corporations, did you have a choice when uh, to promote your personal brand as Tal Florentine or to make a corporation with other brands or teams to reach bigger audience? Uh, first of all, I'm always uh, into uh, corporations. I think doing things with other people makes it much easier. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, if this makes things move for you, go in, uh, in groups. Uh, and when you think about the idea of splitting the income, the potential income uh, into two, uh, don't think about it because this will allow you to do much more. So, uh, and, and not get stuck in things that will die, uh, have some someone else uh, move them forward. Uh, I don't have many stories of doing things in, uh, with other people, but but not because I'm I don't believe in it or anything. Uh, it just came out that way. Uh, for UX Hero, I didn't find anybody crazy enough to go with me on that. Uh, and each project with its own story, but uh, but I think if you can do things together, it, it's great. Uh, Personal blog uh, or writing to magazines, if you can do both, uh, add your name into other places and give give value to uh, everyone else. And if you can uh, be consistent and own your own uh, blog, do that as well. Uh, again, I think the main uh, the main thing here is doing, uh, keep doing things and. Uh, 
see what works for you and what you like and what you don't like and uh, try things and again make your inbox interesting uh, how do you choose which outsource to work with uh, I think I gave a basic idea of that uh, I will ask some leading questions and see and start uh, small uh, How do I uh, sift through all of the candidates to find the ones? Uh, I think I'm using a lot of a lot of uh, intuition and the gut feeling. Uh, the fact that people have their images on the project is very helpful. I'm trying to figure out who works for me, uh, who, who I would I would see myself working with. I guess people smiling in their images would be have much bigger chance to 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 get the job. It's crazy, but it shows you something like dating, uh, that the image that you select will have a good effect on uh, uh, my choice, uh, the way a person, uh, person describes himself, uh, the fact that people answer specifically to my questions. I'll give you a, a, a simple uh, idea. Uh, a week ago, I was using uh, working with some kind of, uh, somebody uh, on creating an Excel file that allows me to check the status of uh, uh, books I sent uh, via post. Uh, and when I uh, placed the the project online, uh, somebody uh, wrote me back and asked me a few professional questions. He said, "We can do that in uh, A and in B." I think it would be best for you to go this way. Let me know what you need. And uh, based on that, I will give you a quote. Uh, this was such a serious uh, feedback that I was sure that he's the right person to work with. Uh, so this is a hint about that. Uh, how do you choose which other source to work with? Uh, we went over that. In my video, I mentioned that uh, most of the cool stuff uh, you did were while uh, you were still in your day job. How do you find balance and the time to get everything done? Uh, I think that what drives me to do things is the fact that if I'm going to sleep without knowing that something new started to move, I'm feeling kind of bad. Uh, and this drives me to to try and do things uh, at least a little bit. Uh, it doesn't work every day. It doesn't work every week. But I try to do something every once in a, in a while and make sure that some something moves. Uh, and I think the last question we have is about usability and user experience for people who are making their jobs, uh, sites, or services. Uh, Wait a second, give me a second. Just a second, I need a second for my, my child. Just a second. No problem. Uh, everyone, if you have any last questions, you can write them down in the meanwhile. Um, questions regarding you know, stuff that Tal talked about, I don't know, outsourcing, any thoughts that you might have after watching our lesson about outsourcing, you now connecting with the things he said, uh, like he said, he's using Upwork. So it's what we use. Uh, it's a great way to kind of um, 
get the you know the outsources you want for anything so uh, if you have any questions regarding that you can post that um, if you have any questions regarding building a course you can ask that as well because God has his course so it's also an option um, and let's see I'm going to take that off and I'm going to reinvite him as soon as he gets back. Okay. All right. Um, and in the meanwhile, I, Agonia, I have not talked to you this week for the um, for the one-on-one -on -one session. So if you want to talk to me tomorrow, I'm available. So let me know in private and Slack. Um, and see if I have any announcements. Not right now. Not right now. You're back. Okay, Todd's back. Here you go. I will invite you on screen. Cool. Done. Todd, you're on. One sec. Connecting. Thank you. Sorry for that. It was uh, Jonathan. Cool. He did his milk, so it was uh, emergency. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think so we, we, we uh, got, got to the last question, which was a uh, tip for you as a person to create an awesome blog site. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure it's the right time and uh, place to, to open that because I will talk for seven hours. Uh, but, but I think, think you know, it's, you know, like, it's like going, going to uh, uh, kind, kind of, of uh, 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 an interview for a job. Uh, the, the idea of uh, telling to a person to be yourself. Uh, so I'm going I'm to going get, get, give you some kind of a tip like this. Try to think from the view, from what your target audience to get instead of what you want to give. Uh, I think this is design in one one. Uh, but this is actually the hardest question that uh, uh, for me to, to, to answer set uh, point. Let's stick to side projects for for today. So I think I covered questions. Uh, Anything else you want me to share? Um, wait, am I live? Am I not on mute? Yes, okay. Um, no, I think I think that's it. Like when you were away, I asked if anybody has any more questions. Um, so um, if anybody has any more or less questions, you can write it right now in the comments real quick. And um, but I think that was that was a very long session. Uh, we went even over an hour, uh, so I think it has a lot of gems about like outsourcing, about how you are getting into your workflow, um, which is really nice. And uh, I even learned a few things about how you work, and it's really cool. So I enjoyed. Um, so thank you very much. Um, it's checking. No less questions, right? Okay, cool. Um, so I'll just say a last word. Uh, basically, since I really believe in uh, opening uh, side project, opening uh, side project, forward, I'll be really happy. Forward, I'll be really happy to, to 
we're doing that feel free to part your my content right so feel free to write i always love to refresh my email and get stuff from there so make my use that and make my inbox and that's it do things make things happen cool thanks so much Tal. thank you so much it was great all right. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye everyone. Bye. -bye.